Hi, this is Anne. I just wanted to stop by and say thank you for listening. I hope you had a nice Thanksgiving or week, depending on what country you're in. And if you're looking for help with behavioral, emotional, or physical challenges with your pet, or for communication after your pet has crossed the Rainbow Bridge, or for communication with animals who are lost or missing, please check out my website, Intuitive Touch animalcare.com and schedule an animal communication consultation with me today or have a look at my courses through Animal Intuitive Academy and check out my featured intro digital course animal communication acupressure and mindfulness for you and your pets. This also makes a great gift for the pet lover in your life during the holiday season and if you're in the New Jersey area. I am a certified animal massage and acupressure practitioner. You can find out more about that on my site. And I also have a library of videos on YouTube, as well as podcasts with the audio from those videos like this show tonight. But this is for people who want to learn some acupressure or massage to support your pet at home. You can go check out those playlists for acupressure and massage. And enjoy the show. I have a lesson about the animals who make us a little bit freaked out and challenge us a little bit, especially as an animal communicator. And also a live communication with two of my YouTube subscribers, pets. And as a reminder, you can always stop by the YouTube show live. We do a live stream every Thursday for Furry Thursdays. It's at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time if you want to have me talk with your pet. There's information in the description about how to do that. You can either come on the show at a distance live on the live stream or email me a picture ahead of time with the name and gender of your pet and a question that you have. And please show up and chat so that you can respond to whatever it is I'm saying. And the email is Anne with an E at intuitivetouchanimalcare.com Hi there, welcome to the Animal Intuitive Show. I'm Ann Angelo Webb, and we have weekly shows about animal communication, animal acupressure, massage, energy work, all things animal, natural pet care, and also interviews with experts in the fields of animal care and advocacy. And today I have a lesson planned based on a conversation we had last week on the show and also an opportunity for some live animal communication consultations, mini sessions here. Hi, good night, Owl. Good to see you. Um, Anybody else is here, pop in if you want to say hi. Hi, Mel Mac. Good to see you. Good night. Good evening. Whatever. <laughs> that sounds like I'm hanging up. I'm not, or whatever you call it. I hope everyone's doing great tonight and that your animals are doing well. I did, I'm going to have to go in and check because somebody did send me, I think, a last minute email with an animal they want me to speak with. That just as a note for future shows, if people want me to talk with their pets, try to send it a little bit ahead of time because I don't always check my email, so I could have missed it this close to the show. But in any case, I'm glad everybody's here and it's good to see everyone. Just to get started before we do this lesson, last week we were talking about animals that are, they're not all called animals, I guess. I'm going to group them into the word animals that freak us out or that we're afraid of. And I shared that sometimes I'm a little standoffish, let's just say, with snakes. And then some other people in here talked about some of the beings that freak them out. 
And I wanted to do a little bit, or I asked if people would like to do something where we can talk about how we can communicate with these things that freak us out. And sometimes it can even help with the problem if it's really something that's bothering you. It's a little challenging to do a full complete meditation on a show like this because nobody will sit around and watch it. But I do like to just get a little grounded. No, no such thing as scary animals except for those in your living room staring at you at 6.30pm because you're late serving dinner. 5, 5pm. 5 and then there's Gia, who may or may not join us, who likes to sometimes wake me up very early for her breakfast. Hi, Tammy. Good to see you. Yes. And please, thank you. <laughs> thank you so much, Mel Mac, for Mel Mac is this wonderful mod that has jumped in to help. And I so appreciate her so very much. Please do, if you find this helpful, you can subscribe, hit the notification bell so you get notified too. And we always like to hear your comments too, if you're watching the replay. And if you have any suggestions for future episodes, I'm happy to hear those too. Okay, I like to use a little bit of meditation, but right now let's do a quick acupressure point. I like to put my, this is a good acupressure point, put your finger right under your lip. We did this a few episodes ago, like a little bit more of a lesson on this. And I have many lessons on acupressure, but this one's about animal communication. So we won't get into what this is and everything. So just if you place your finger under your lip, it's a very grounding point. Taking a deep breath. And just, it's a very light to medium pressure. Picture just a white light coming in from above, filling your body, pulling you down, anchoring you. And I have a full meditation on my website if you'd like to go there and get a guided animal communication meditation to prepare you for animal communication. It's on the first page. Scroll down. IntuitiveTouchAnimalCare.com. It's in the description too. And oh yeah, congratulations. You got a new house. Wonderful. So just as a... Oh, are you leaving? Thank you. Good night. Oh, good night, owl. Okay. <laughs> Maybe you just stopped in and you're going to bed. So... <laughs> Talking with animals that we are, let's just say either we dislike or we're afraid of is something that we do in some of my classes. Some of the, I probably do it. I think it's the level two. We start doing that maybe just as it's a practice. It's an exercise in opening ourselves up to communicating with beings that maybe they're just, they're not exactly what we would gravitate to, but all beings have something to teach us of all different species have something to teach us. And some of the best lessons and messages can come from these animals that were freaked out by I thought I started to think I should have done this the week before Halloween, but it's Halloween month. So that's I had a communication with many years ago in a class I took with a water bug, they're called, I think. I, I'm not sure if they're also called millipedes. I get confused, but they have a lot of legs. That's all. They have a lot of legs. And they're around here a lot in New Jersey. People talk about it in husband's in contracting. And he says that people say they're just like everywhere. I don't know what it is, but it's humid, but it's, I don't know, but they are to me not my favorite thing. And I did a communication with one when I was getting started, like to teach, like I was learning how to teach these types of things and just getting more into honing my skills as a communicator. And there was so much in that in talking with this water bug. And just to share a little bit about it with you, basically, it was like this 
being was saying people think of us as animals, not anything that's not human. Humans tend to put in a category of consuming or not consuming. And that to me, like somewhere in my psyche, I was so disgusted by this being (laughs) because I was thinking of it as consumable or, or trying to categorize it, trying to like process, is this something I can consume? And this is aside from being whatever, like vegetarian or whatever you are, just it's something like innate in us, regardless of what you are. This is what this message was from this being. And so this message was about, are you limiting what your communications are with other beings? Or do you need to see them as differently different? Are you, is there something in you that's blocked? So that became something that really stuck with me. I want a little bit more than that, but and welcome, Cheryl. Thank you for being here. Oh, you love snakes. Okay, good. Wonderful. I have this guy joining us tonight. I don't know what breed he is. I think he could be poisonous because of the color. Usually those it's those brightly colored ones, right, that are poisonous. I didn't look it up. My husband might be watching. He might look it up because he likes snakes. It's become more apparent to me, like my thing about snakes not being as quite as universal as maybe as I thought <laughs> when we got married. We could do a session on superstitious animals for Halloween. That sounds interesting. I don't know, like black cats, you mean? Tell me more. That sounds interesting. So if you research any of this, the reason that people are really freaked out by snakes and spiders and certain bugs is because it's self-preservation. Just we've it's something in our DNA that's evolved with us as years have gone by that we just know there's certain things out there that can harm us, kill us even. And even though it's usually only a limited number of beings in that species, it still, it just gets generically full sweep. All of them are freaking us out. And also just that they, we know of course that they're, they can invade our space. They can invade our homes. They can invade us even. So it's self-preservation. So there's some understandable logic to being freaked out by certain beings. (laughs) It's a beautiful snake. It looks like it comes from Tiffany's. (laughs) Someone wants to look it up. I'd love to know what it is. Someone has the ability while they're watching. I don't know. So We connect in with our hearts to these beings and do our best when we're communicating with some being that we are freaked out by. You may feel like it's harder for you to do some of the more standard animal communication, connecting in through the heart, which is really where we focus when we're communicating, when we're getting into that ability to receive and send information So if you're really freaked out and afraid, my disclaimer is don't do this right now, (laughs) but think about what you're going to be comfortable with. Good to see you, Carol. I hope you're doing well. And oh, hi, Judy Ann. I think you sent me a communication and I I just got it right, but I'll bring it up in a little bit. Okay, so I'll come back to a few things people are posting too about future shows. Things that you might want to do is connect in with them and it might be in a shorter burst. So you might not want, maybe don't feel like you have to sit there and completely, we have an exercise in the classes that I teach that you're becoming one with the animal. You're still, you're still aware of your own self, but you're doing an exercise where you really 
feel what they're feeling. You can think what they're thinking. It's a great fun exercise, actually. But so if you're not comfortable with that, don't do that. That's not one that we want. We don't want to go full on, maybe if you're really freaked out by some things. So you might do this in a little bit more of a shorter burst. It's whatever you can handle, and it might be progressive. So the main thing is, no matter how you feel about them, approach it as respect for all life. Even though they're different, even though they freak us out, we still respect them. And that's how I am with snakes. I can see that they, of course, they're, they were put here by God, just like the rest of us. And I feel I need to respect them. They have purposes and they might even be cool looking like this one, sort of. You can get past the. Anyway, they may have something to tell you that sheds light on some things that could even be holding you back. So animals do this, and I believe God even uses animals for this purpose. So he will work through animals to help us realize something, recognize something. Sometimes he works through animals even to help people realize that they have an illness. I have definitely seen that quite a bit. I've had veterinarians say that too, that they'll have clients that will see symptoms in an animal and be working with an animal on problem and start to realize they have the same thing and vice versa. So it's interesting how that works. They may have personal messages for you too that you just didn't expect. They may be trying to teach you something about animals in general, the world in general that you otherwise wouldn't have understood or known about. And they may, the main thing is you might learn something about them that makes you actually endeared to them on some level. So I did speak with, so when we speak to animals in general, snake species, I, you're talking, you're talking to them as a collective, it's called, or tends to be called in the animal communication world. And I have other episodes about this, just not the scary thing, but just talking to animals as the collective wild animals are like this. So most of the time when we're in, see a wild animal in their home or habitat, so we should be respectful and mindful of that. Yeah, exactly. I know what I should get Anne for Christmas. <laughs> My husband would love you. He's afraid of spiders. I've talked about last week, though. He doesn't like me saying that. Okay, so when I spoke to Snake to prepare for tonight, the misunderstanding that we're not all capable of hurting this human reaction is what came across at first. So they were talking about that misunderstanding that seems to be between humans and snakes. They said that they're feeling more, what I was feeling was disgust, I realized with the other animal too, the more so I would say with the, the crawly, the water bug. It's not necessarily fear, it might be disgust. So like I was talking about like the consuming thing. So Basically, the lesson I got from the snake was that we need to be less reactive and that this can lead to closeness, that sometimes that being reactive in general can be an issue and that I needed to consider this in other situations too. That was more of like the broader message that watch your emotions, watch how you react to other people even, not just animals. So there was a lesson in that. And 
you're saying I never understood why people would say shark infested waters really isn't the waters they're all shouldn't the sharks say human infested waters yeah that reminds me when I was a little kid my best friend and I were in the backyard playing on a swing set and there was a bug and she said we were kids but I guess we were cursing at that point she said oh s a bug and I said maybe the bug is saying oh a human so I think that's when this all it was already like thinking this way when I was very little Okay, so then I know there was somebody in here who mentioned wasps. <laughs> and I didn't want to totally freak you out. So whoever that is, I forgot if that was Goodnight Owl. Somebody in here mentioned it last week. So I instead of bringing on an image of, I think, okay, sorry. Instead of bringing on an image of a real wasp, I used a cartoon wasp. Okay. So I don't know who that was, but if you're there, I'm sorry if this scares you, this image of this wasp. But I did speak with them and what was coming up for me, oh, that was you, good night, Allie. <laughs> Is he scaring you? I thought maybe that would be okay, the cartoon version. What came up for me with the wasp was this very strong, powerful energy. And it was like, we are like, I'm doing a job and that's it. And I don't actually care that much about hurting anything in my wake. If I do hurt you, I don't care. That is actually my role and purpose on this earth is to do what I do. And so be it. So it was like saying you should stay away from me. And it's okay that you stay away from me. That's going to keep you from getting hurt. And I said, would you feel bad if you... Now, by the way, everyone, when you do this, get your own information. You don't have to. <laughs> she is here. Yay. You don't have to listen to what I'm getting. Get what you get. So do your own communications and it might be different or you might get additional information that... I'm not getting. In fact, you probably will because this is like a mini thing. So, so definitely take your time with this and do what, ask your questions and get, do a full communication practice and see what you get. We'd love to hear, put it in the comments. This was basically like, yeah, understandable that you feel this way. You should feel this way. And I don't really feel bad if I sting you or because it's understandable that I would do that. That's my, my, I'm doing what I have to do. So that's the, that's the animal world, if you want to call whatever they're called. So understanding where they're coming from, though, is what helps us to coexist with them and see their perspective. And that's what I think is so great about animal communication, because it helps us to really understand another's perspective. And we don't always do that in life. And it actually, I think, teaches people to do that in with interacting with with people when you do the more you do it with animals. So I think it's actually a great thing to teach children because it shows them deep understanding and empathy and being able to feel what another's feeling really on a different level than just the kind of quick more surface level empathy that sometimes we have with others. 
So that's fine too. We can't always go around feeling what other people are feeling. That's not necessarily a good thing to be doing all the time, opening yourself up like that. But doing this with animals teaches us to fully understand what another is feeling. Oh, it's a blue viper, a blue corn snake. That's what it was. Okay. Yeah, you had like really bad wasp experiences. That's, oh geez. Oh, she locked you in a, oh, that's terrible. Uh-oh, <laughs> sister's soul. If you have any questions, let me know. And if you try this out, let us know how it goes in the comments section of this episode. And I'm actually just going to see here, I'm going to bring up for the next segment of the show, the I hope I'm not forgetting something. Knowing me, I am. I have my little outline, but there's there was something that I think occurred to me. I think I covered it. Just getting others, the perspective of others fully, as I really think the message. And if we could do this more with when people are younger, we have a different world. Okay, there's this beautiful kitty. Gorgeous. Look, two different color eyes. Ollie. Okay, I just have to bring it into the show here. The picture, not calling the cat it. Okay. So this is Ollie or uh, Ollie Vander. Why does he dislike the other feline in our home, Merlot, who's female and 16 years old? Okay. Get rid of Waspy. Like I said, if you want to practice that more, you can either take a class with me, and there's a link in the description for Animal Intuitive Academy, which is on my website, intuitivetouchanimalcare.com. You can find it there, or just go to animalintuitiveacademy.potty.com right now. That's, Or you can just try the mini meditation, which is on my website. This is Whoops. <laughs> Isn't he gorgeous? This guy. Look how cute they'd be together. Gia, look at him. So handsome. Look at Gia. Okay. So, is he purebred? Is he Persian? He's beautiful. Okay. So, we have a kitty named Merlot that he lives with. And you're wondering why he's not nice to her, doesn't like her. Okay. So when I communicate with animals, I get information in pictures, in sentences. I can feel what they're feeling. I might physically feel what they're feeling. The emotion behind what I'm getting is very important. It's one of the most important things about this. And I tell you, I can also smell what they're smelling or taste what they're tasting. Sometimes it's just a knowing. You just know what you know. So... I say what I get, regardless of what it is, even if it makes no sense to me. And it's not that I want you to feed me information, but I'm going to tell you something. And if it makes sense to you, let me know. And if it doesn't, I will feel like I'll see, I'll feel it out and see if I need to go into it more and get more into that topic. Or if it's something we need to just put aside for now, and it might mean something to you later. 
could be something you don't know about yet, or it could be something that it sparks in your mind later. Oh yeah, I remember that now. That makes sense now. Other words. So what just came up for me was a teacup, like a saucer with a teacup, more like a traditional looking one. More I'm thinking like what my what your what older people would have had, like a white teacup that comes out. I don't mean like not like something like this or a mug. Not like that, like a more delicate looking thing. And that's the first thing that comes up. I see him also licking milk. Says the word prize, like P-R-I-Z-E, prize, special. I see her, I see Merlot or another cat hissing. I believe it's Merlot. Yeah. It feels like this, like... I get older, Merlot being older, I get this sense of I tell you what to do. Like I'm setting the, I'm laying the rules down here. And it feels like a resentment about that, as though that happened at some point. And there's some kind of, I don't like that. I'm asking him who, all that, the stuff with the proper and the teacup and this prize and all that. Asking who that is. Is he talking about himself or is he seeing Merlot that way? Or something else. I get this feeling about Merlot. That does make sense. I just hoped it would pass. Okay. I get this feeling though about Merlot that there's a certain... I'm trying to find the word. It relates to this teacup and the prize and all that. It feels like a word special, like, no, it's not a word refined or refined, but a certain strength there too. And yeah, that's part of this. It's like this factor that came up, this intimidation about her status. Let me, but let's try to find solutions. Cause that's what we try to do. We try to come up with what might help. This cat loves to take a full on bath on camera. I don't know why this is what she does every time. Okay, I'm actually seeing a divider. I'm seeing sunlight, like a window with a lot of light, and I'm seeing a curtain, and it feels like <laughs> like pure joy. Like this separation, like is wonderful. It just feels like this, yeah, like it comes up like we like bright brightness. It feels very positive. Divider. And I'm seeing like a divider, like a curtain, like a sheer curtain coming down. I'm asking, is this temporary? Is this just something for now, maybe? Sometimes you have to reintroduce cats. That's okay if that happens. And then what comes up is catnip. I'm seeing like this is a, a tool to use to help with this relationship is catnip. And I'm literally the way it's being shown to me is like under the door. So it's like they have to get reacquainted with something that changes their perception of each other. And I'm not a vet. I always and forgot to say that I'm not a vet. I can't diagnose or treat illnesses. And you can definitely check with your vet if it's okay for especially your older cat. I don't know to have catnip. I've never heard that being an issue, but but that is what's coming up. 
It seems like he really wants to seriously hurt her. I will try catnip. It's been years. Uh, it's a long-standing issue. Yeah, and sometimes these things evolve. Like you have to go back to square one and then step by step. And sometimes it's like another conversation in a few weeks or just whenever it feels right to check in and see what is going on and what, you know, did how are things now? It's always a good idea before reintroducing them to really feel it out and check in with them and see what, where they're at. And you tried dividers and he just muscles through. <laughs> they both get catnip. So if they're okay, so they're, you're okay with giving them catnip, but, but I feel like it has to be used strategically now. And I don't know if you've tried anything else. That's what came up initially. It might be a matter of something else like CBDs, if your vet's okay with that. And if you have any concerns about that. So right now they're in separate rooms. Okay. So that's currently happening already that they're in separate rooms and they switch out sleeping with me. Okay. So you may, you already have them divided. I'm, I think I'm understanding. If that's what you're saying, let me know. But I think, and the way it was shown to me though, was that you've got the door. Yeah, you've done rescue remedy. The door's here and then like under the door, there's some kind of contact. And you are great for doing all this. It can be very difficult when you're, the kitties that you love or the animals you love can't be in touch with each other. Okay, yes, that's it. So. They are separated currently and they seem to like this. This seems to be the way that was like, I got pure joy. That was the message. So as much as it is awful for you, that was the, sometimes that's part of these conversations is like accepting what we maybe can't even change now. Maybe it's something that can change down the road, but right now, and maybe seeing where animals have a different perspective of it, because I was getting like pure joy. This is, we're separated. This is good for us. So I think that was a good thing. I'm sorry, I keep adjusting, but my chair is, it's on an angle in this spot and it rolls a little bit and I have to keep like moving it. And anyway, let me see. I wish there was more that was coming up right now. I'm not getting anything other than why it's going on. And yeah, it may be permanent at this point. We can't always change it. It's it that sometimes just is what it is. Sometimes they just can't. Oh, he was off the streets of Kuwait. Wow. Interesting. And that kind of explains though, a little bit of his or a lot probably about his intimidation and his like, why he feels he has to be so reactive about her because he was a street cat it also feels to me like let me just double check on this wait yeah he, he brings up being deaf and that's, I'm not sure if everybody saw, but she mentioned in the chat that he's deaf. He brings that up. And I think that's part of it. He's confirming that's, it makes him more vulnerable, it makes him feel more vulnerable. Oh, gosh, he was kept in a birdcage. Oh, oh, my God. Oh, you're talking about feel the way. I don't know why I didn't you 
I'm assuming you may have tried that. I don't, you, it sounds like you've tried a ton of stuff. So you may have tried feel away. Yeah. Okay. See if there's anything else before I finish. I'm just thanking them for, I really didn't talk with Merlot, but let me see if anything comes from Merlot. It feels, okay, it feels like she would have given him a chance, but right now she doesn't really want anything to do with him because of his behavior. She's not interested. I like that's the feeling I get. It I feel like it's partly her age too. She's come on, like I can't have time for this. I don't have the energy for this. Not not to it's just tolerance kind of a thing. They get older, they're less likely to be able to be that flexible and you do cat rescue. He was bullied by others and I know it was because of his death. Poor guy. That rings very true. I wish we had other solutions coming in. I think also I can only do so much here too. Like sometimes when behavioral issues and other things are going on with animals, I can get more in depth and sometimes it takes multiple times and the show I can do some, but that's it. Sometimes it's good to do a private session because we can go deeper and it's just better for them to go deeper longer, more time and get into more aspects of the home and stuff like that. So can always feel free to check back too. I don't know if you're going to, if anything will shift, but yeah, I don't know if I helped that much, but he is a beautiful, beautiful guy. Thank you for sharing. I, as I'm closing out, the one thing, one thing that is coming up, it's funny that you mentioned the birdcage. I don't know where he, the person had him, but I see him up. He said, I'm more comfortable up. If I have to be in the presence of another, I'm more comfortable to be up. Okay. Yeah, isn't he handsome? Okay. Thank you, Melmac. You're the best. Oh, Melmac. Every week I forget. Please email me. I needed to something I wanted to give you for th as a thank you. This is my email. Reach out to me if you can, Melmac. Because I don't know how to reach you. I saw. Let me just close out. Oh, he's in the back of a truck. But he loves cat trees and I have lots. Yeah. He feels safer. She's that way too, believe it or not. <laughs> She's the same thing. She wants to be up. She was in a shelter, Gia. She likes that. She feels empowered. She's also a Norwegian forest cat and they're known for being in trees. Appearance-wise, she's a Norwegian forest cat. I'm sure she's something else too, but... Okay, I did see somebody else. Oh, Tammy. Okay. Let me go back to... Lady. Okay, remind me, ladies... Just give me an image. I know you can't send an image, but like a description will come up. It's just, you have to like <laughs> spark it in my brain, in my memory bank. You know, we're on a bit of a delay, but you want to know if she likes her new home. 
First thing I see is her looking up and sniffing. There's something particularly going like that. Something up that's interesting. Shih Tzu. Okay, thank you. The smells are, that's what's mostly coming up. The smells are so interesting. And again, she's looking up. I almost want to say it's paint. There's something about the wall paint that's, is that fresh paint? Because there's, she's fixated on it. Something on the wall. It also feels like the ceiling's higher or there's more space up here. There's something that's different for her. And it's just a, like, adjustment. Like, just not fear or anything like that. Just like, this is, I'm getting used to this. Curious about this. More room to play. Spacious. I feel like all like space around me. She feels expanded, like she can be herself more, run around and be more free. Even the back area seems exciting like that. So it feels positive because I'm getting this space and everything. If that makes sense, let us know. And then yeah, sugar bee, it's so interesting. My dog does that too when my husband is it's interesting if she knows when he's going past and coming around, like she knows when he's passing the front, she'll come in and bark at me, like just this, like in my face and run to the, over to the door. And it's when he's home, like she knows he's here. And if he doesn't come in right away, sometimes he'll get a call like right as he's about to come in, like he'll sit in his truck and take the call or whatever. And she gets so upset. Like she knows he's sitting out there. It's very frustrating for her. It's so cool. Do you guys dogs do that? Like for cats, do they alert you that certain people are home or, but yeah, that's a real thing. My German Shepherd doesn't really do it for my husband, but the, my Cheyenne does, our Cheyenne. So, yeah, it is cool. Tammy, I hope you heard <laughs> my response. Maybe come back to listen again to hear it. If not, that's for Tammy. All right, I, that's, I think, pretty much it. I don't really see any other questions or anything, but if people have communications for next time, let me know. And yes, I have this library. I have a lot of things on here, a lot of lessons in animal communication, acupressure, massage, energy work, even some tapping stuff, but a lot of stuff for behavior and anxiety. This is so funny, Tammy. I don't know. Maybe, well, maybe what you're saying is you emailed it because she keeps saying, but I don't know, maybe she's not hearing me. Contessa does that when your husband comes home and she acts like she hasn't seen him in months. Yeah. Oh yeah, I don't know if you get this, but my husband comes home and it's like the king has arrived. It's like this long lost love is home and it's just this event. Every Whenever he comes home, it's this huge barking and wagging and excitement and yeah, not so much for me. I get, I get some, I get something, but not on the level that it's like that thing where like the dad goes away and comes back and it's like this big celebration. I don't know. 
your cats start scratching their scratch posts when he comes home. Oh, that's funny. Ah, all right. So I, and just to let you know, there is so that I have my website is down there for both individual distance sessions and it links to my Animal Intuitive Academy. I have a new course that we just finished recording. Some people in here took the class live and the download and the course is up and I hope you check it out. Animal Communication, Acupressure, and Mindfulness for You and Your Pets is the course. It's an intro class and that will prepare you to go, if you want, up to level two and then three if you're interested for becoming a professional animal communicator. So I appreciate everyone. Thank you so much, Mel Mac. Reach out to me if you can. And I really appreciate everyone being here and have a wonderful week for you and your pets and your family. And God bless. Thank you again. I love a nice massage and a belly rub. Nothing makes me feel more relaxed. Rub my belly.